the Wimbledon dawn. Transport the cane in the tennis ball. Swing the metal round like a kettlebell. Nah, knock your building over like a wrecking ball. I got a feature for you creatures if a check's involved. Don't get caught in this bear's trap. Rolling the pack, the same colors the Air Max. Yeah, you better watch who you stare at. I came here to feast, he ain't never get his chair back. Nah, it ain't fair when that snare taps. Ain't come here to hear that, just mere facts. Cause this can change real fast Oh you don't hear that This tear gas still blast Put you in the dirt like meerkats Boy you bugging out Talk that shit Hawk them in the mouth They fish market Fuck it make them fifth targets This market strongly on me You in the wrong league Crunch time Stretch the product out like a tortilla It's crunch time Eat it's on me Uh So bad news born man Always glad to chop it up with you It's been a few years I think Since we've even talked right? It's been a, it's been a long time, bro. At least ten, at least more than ten, right? Probably, actually, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's it's great to see what you've been up to, uh, whether it's the Snow Goons collaborations or the the Pete Twist collaboration with Grime Lords. Um, just checking your Instagram from a few days ago, it looks like you had a good time up at the DITC <laughs> studios. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Shout out Milano Constantine. He uh. He kind of um, made that option available for me. Um, yeah, me and him are working on a project now, and it's kind of home base for him. So, yeah, it, was, it was lovely being up there, man, and, and part of all that history. I mean, that's, that's a great look, and it, it seems to me like you're still as dope as you ever were, obviously, and like... Even I, I think I could make the argument better if we go back to like the Bad News Born mixtape and the earlier stuff you did. You know, you can really track your growth and just lyrical progression and everything. But it seems to me like you're finally starting to get like the due that you should be getting, like like the respect and the the accolades. I mean, do you feel like that's true? I mean, it's it's been a long time coming. Um, <clears throat> it is it's all what you put into it. You know what I mean? Like. With me, yeah, I, I, I guess I can say that. I mean, I've always felt the respect along the way, but definitely through the years, um, just all the other shit, you know, all the other time you put into to what you're doing, um, you know, helps because I wasn't dropping, you know, I wasn't dropping albums, you know, every every couple couple of year and all that other stuff, and I was going in and out of jail, so <clears throat> I would lose momentum come back, you know, start to get the buzz popping again and, and then get caught up in some other shit and go back. And, you know, right now it's just, I've just kind of been here. I'm grounded. I'm in a good mental space. I'm a little older. not doing all the, the dumb shit I used to do. And, uh, you know, still do this music and, you know, people that know me from, from Jump Street, you know, know that this is what I always done. And that was kind of like a little a little buzz, a little vibe again. And, you know, it's cool to still be a part of that. You know what I mean? Definitely. I mean, how hard is that? I mean, when you get locked up and come out, is it almost like you're starting over again? I mean, it all depends on... <clears throat> it all depends on your situation. You know, what, what music did you leave behind? Did you did you have a project? Did you did you have enough body of work to for your peoples to stretch? You know, are you... Uh, are you, it's your unit, you know, got bread. The way you come home, you just jump right back in. It's, it's a lot of different factors. For me, um, 
it wasn't that hard, but I wasn't able to, I wasn't able to move, like, you know, to go, you know, because you're doing paroles and all of that, and you can't really leave the state, and definitely can't go out of, out of, out of the country, like, so it's hard to move, I guess, in that aspect, um, to be seen, you know, to go do these shows, and all of that other mess, and that's what it's really about, is people being able to see you, and, um, so yeah, we've been traveling a little bit here and there again, and, uh, yeah, all of that helps, man. You just got to stay active and, you know, find out where the scene is popping and go over there. You know what I mean? No doubt. And so when you look at that and, and just finding stuff that's that's that you need to work on, you and Pete Twist link up for this Grime Lords project. How did that even come about? <coughs> I mean, the history of me and Twist, you know, we were rocking, we were rocking for a for, for shit. You know, since the early 2000s, you know, we've always done things, you know, um, here and there. But that, that became the homie. So, you know, the, the relationship was more than just a recording studio, you know, an engineer MC um, situation. That's how I started. And, you know, just through time and being consistent, you know, coming both coming from that, that era, you know, it was only right that we linked. But we just... You know, like I said too, I was always doing in and out, and we always did music together. We just never really buckled down and put the put a whole project out together, and that's what the Wimbledon Dons was. And um, I guess we dropped that in October, and uh, yeah, it was it was beautiful the uh, the response we got. You know what I mean when we dropped and the support that was shown from old old supporters and picked up a lot of new ones too. So it was definitely uh. It was definitely good to see how we were embraced by the, you know, by the community. Yeah, no, I think that's that's awesome. I mean, how did you guys decide on that concept, Wimbledon Dons? Um, the Wimbledon Dons really <clears throat> started off on this one song. Um, I was just like the Wimbledon Dons transport the king and the tennis ball. And we did a little, we did a little video for the joint on the tennis courts. And then we had, we, you know, of course, we, we were influenced by the by the polo. Um, you know, we was in the Wimbledon gear, and that kind of just, you know, developed into the name of the project, the Wimbledon, the Wimbledon um, symbolism. Of course, uh, you know, it's, it's the prestigious um, tournament. You know what I mean? Of the best of the best, and uh, with tennis. You know, unlike other sports, it's, it's normally you know it's just you out there unless you're playing doubles. So it's kind of it's kind of the same concept of uh, of an MC. You know what I mean? You just out there. You got your racket. You got your mic. You just you know it's nothing fancy. You're not you're not padded up. You know what I mean? You got a job to do, and you know you go do it. And so it kind of became like the Wimbledon Dons is the flyers. The flyers of the, you know, the prestigious royal, royal <clears throat> tennis play, but you know, we just adapted that into the lyrical aspect of it and the producing as well. So it's kind of like me versus twist, you know what I mean? The beats versus the rhymes, you know, it's just, it's just basic. It's basic. It's not a lot out there. You know, you got your skill and you got your little tool. You know what I mean? Whether you're a producer, you got your out, your hardware gear. 
or your artist, you know, you got your mics. And then, yeah, of course, being influenced just by the whole polo culture and just the flashes and just the zero kind of work out for our whole vibe, you know? Definitely. And I would also even argue that some of that competition is even against yourself, too, right? I mean, you you are going in a, in definitely, a sense. Definitely. Definitely. Good, good, good. Um, Good piece. Yeah, that's definitely part of it. I mean, <clears throat> it's, 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 you know, like I said, that's why the tennis was so good because it's like you can't blame nobody else. You know what I mean? You can't blame uh, you can't blame your point guard. You can't blame your, your big man. You know, you can't be like, oh, he ain't come through. Or he got fouled out. No, nah, there's no one to blame but yourself when you're playing tennis. Unless you're playing doubles, of course. But you understand what I'm saying. Like, right. It's just, you, it's just you out there. So the sharper you are and the more top of your game you are, you know, you're going to either win or lose. You know what I mean? And, Winning is winning is winning. Losing is, you know, it's just making making time to take a look at yourself. Like, you know, what's going on? What happened? You know what I mean? So it's all about growth and, uh, you know, just trying to be the best you can at you know whatever you're doing. So where do you feel like you are with your game right now? If you had to evaluate yourself, as in, as in. Uh, competition or just like with me or like what you mean yeah like in terms of yourself like because i mean i can trace your career back to when we first met back in like oh two right and i've i've kept up with what you've been doing and 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 the projects you've done like so if you if you were to look at like when you got started to now like where do you feel you are in terms of your development and just like the quality of music that you're putting out um definitely uh Definitely more of the, uh, you know, being polished more. See, that's what a lot of cats don't understand is, you know, yeah, you might be able to, you might be able to flow. You might be all right. You know what I mean? You might be able to make a dope song or two. But it's a lot of shit that goes into it um, that I learned, you know, just from, keep, you know, keep doing this. But if artists, you don't, if you're not hip to this, early then it's like you're wasting mad time like you gotta you gotta perfect your flow you know being polished is is you know what i mean all the ends is crossed you know what i mean um delivery uh polish like you know all of that man um <laughs> what can i say um just executing your execution when you drop a project um Adapting with the, adapting with the times. What is your what is your mission? Are you you know what are you trying to do? You know, um, <clears throat> and with me, I've been fortunate enough to, you know, make good music and do it for a long time and long enough as this time's been going on that, you know, people remember certain things and um, that's what's gotten me by a lot of people. You know, might be cooked. Oh man, he ain't. You know, I'm I'm nice on your way because y'all not doing. Y'all not. Y'all haven't done what I've done. Like, y'all haven't built any type of relationships with with people. You've never sold your music. Like, you know, that's the. I mean, that's the key, right? You you, you got to sell it. Eventually, if you're doing this for that long, you gotta you gotta sell your music. That's the. Rule. I don't understand what kids are doing out here. So. It was just the uh, the rapping's only one thing. 
You had the illest bars in the world. But if you don't have your other shit in order, that shit ain't even gonna matter. You know what I mean? Like the cat that the cat that's more hungry and more determined to <clears throat> do the other steps it takes to be relevant right now is gonna hold more shine. And he's just mediocre with his music, but he's got everything else in order. Oh yeah, he's gonna get more shine than you. That's 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 what cats get caught up in is is, you know, I'm the nicest, I'm the nicest and and neglect the other aspects of it or have their team, you know, being trained to know what time it is and what to do next. You know what I mean? Right. And I mean, a lot of, a lot of being nice is great, but like it doesn't, it's not sustainable if you're not actually either have some kind of other job or income to, to keep doing it or like actually oh, sell yeah. your music. I mean, if you, if you, and there's artists out here that's doing it, man. Shout out to them, like that's the real deal. It, it can be done, you know what I mean? Like you gotta, you gotta ask yourself, with, you know, what's good for you? You know what I mean? There's, you can make music, you can make, you can make money off music, but is it enough to live off of? Is it enough to cover your expenses? Is it enough? You, you know, what are you doing it for? What are you getting back? That's that's the options you got away for yourself. But yeah, you definitely got to have something else to fall back on. Um, it's not like it once was, you know what I mean, where people just didn't, you know, half a million dollar budgets and all that for one album releases and all that. That's, that's unheard of nowadays. <laughs> so yeah, and it takes money, you know. It takes money to go to the studio, to record, do these videos. So if you're putting out all this money, like, yeah, why? why what, are your, what are your returns? You know what I mean? So that's my whole thing. It's just like knowing what you want to do with it. Cause you, can, you can do this at all levels. You can live off of it. You know what I mean? You could do this as a, as a sport. You know, you could do this as, you know, side income. You could do this for a lot of reasons, but you got to know what these reasons are and know when it's like, okay, now it's like, now it's, you know, there's no really no sense I keep doing this. You know what I mean? And I ain't telling nobody to give up on what they trying to do. But you got to start seeing certain results along your line. If you don't start seeing these results within a certain amount of time, especially depending on how old you are, yeah, you need to type the fuck out. You know what I mean? No so, doubt. So what does success look like for you? With music? You saying with the music or just success? Yeah, in terms of like... In terms of your your music and your career, like what what does that success look like? I mean, for for me, for me, is <clears throat> what is is what I, I I know I get out of this what I put into it from the jump. So at the end of the day, just like the whole concept with the Wimbledon, <clears throat> if I lose, I lose. You dig what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um. So. To me, it's like, as long as if I put out a project, as long as I break even and see a little change, it's worth it to me. For me, in, my, in a situation at the time my life and what this music is for me, this is by any means, by all means, not my meal ticket. You know what I mean? That's not my aim is why I'm doing it. You know, we've always done this. You know what I mean? And yeah. You know, we we got families and shit. We, we we into other things. So, when time allows us to do this music and put it out and get a little response and move a couple units and, and see the people struggling with us, 
that's success to me. I'm con- I'm content with that. You dig what I'm saying? Right. I should have did things. I should have I should have did things <laughs> differently early on if I was really going to make this a career and all that other stuff. Because this cat's it's casted, you know. It's casted, and that's what it, that's why I be trying to tell people. It's like it's people out here that I know just living off of this hip hop music. All right, now they ain't pushing Bentleys and all that, but they living. That's their job. You know what I'm saying? But you might not have ever heard of these motherfuckers. If I told you, like, yeah, that, that's his job, you'd look at me like I was crazy. Like, what are you talking about? I've never even heard of him. But that's the whole key. The whole key to this shit is finding out who fucks with what you do and keep making them happy. And they go organically spread that shit to all the people that enjoy the same things, the same vibe. Because you look at your clique of friends. Your clique of friends is because y'all got something in common. Y'all, y'all like, you know, the same type of basketball. Um, y'all, you know, y'all do this, y'all do that. Y'all, you, you become clicked up with people because y'all like the similar things. So once you start getting organically, you know, through to people, they're going to spread that to all their peoples, and then their people's going to spread it to their peoples. You dig what I'm saying? Right. So for me, <clears throat> success for this music shit is just seeing a good a good response, a good turnout, man. You know what I mean? Because like I said, you know, I'm doing this as, you know, as much as I can, when I can. I wish I could do it more, you know? But it is what it is, man. Shout out to all those MCs that's really out there making this shit their meal. You know, I salute all y'all, man. You know, that's world. No doubt. And you look at, um, you know, just what what you did with with Wimbledon Dons as as Grime Lords. You know, um, I thought you picked some amazing collaborations there. You know, you got Planet Asia and Tri-State. You got Code Nine from Tragic yeah. Allies, Jay Sinai, Jay Royale. Um, how did you and Pete figure out, you know, who was going to be a good fit for the project? I mean, one, the whole, uh, the whole smoke and mirrors you know, of you know getting artists and trying to you know ride off their name and all that other shit. I understand the concept and all of that. <clears throat> for us, it's a little different. Um, you know, we reached out to the people that we, you know, had a high respect for. Um, older, you know, such as Try and um, Asia. Shout out to them. You know what I mean for, for coming through on the project. And, you know, being square, being squared up. You know what I mean. And just yeah, it was all love. Um, and then you know the the, the up and comings and, and the new guys like Code Nine, like. You know what I'm saying? It's just classic. I heard something that they moved us in a certain type of way. You know, we hold the same regards as we hold, you know, some of some of our favorite MCs ever, our peoples and all of that. So it really wasn't too much thinking, thinking like, oh, who we gonna get? It was more just like, yo, you know who would probably sound dope on this? It's such and such. You know what I mean? And then there's people that we already fuck with, like we're we're fans of. You, you dig what I'm saying? And so yeah, it just kind of came together, like you know. But it wasn't a lot of thought into who we getting for it. It was just natural. You know what I'm saying? Like it was natural. Like yeah, you know what? For real, for real. Because first we had um, 
think Twist had reached out to Asia. I think Twist had Asia first on that record. And, um, it's just another kid from out west. We fucking with um, Supreme Cerebral. I don't know if you hit to him, um, Bugsy Nino. But, anyways, he was on the record too. Now, he's part of that whole chain gang or whatever this movement is, military gold chains and all that, you know, Asia and them. Um, um <clears throat> he was like, yo, it's only white. We got to try to get track state on here. You know what I mean? Because I'm mm-hmm. sure that gold chain military, you know, you know Asia and track state. And then, I don't even think they all have But, I mean, it's crazy. We got that on our project. <clears throat> so, it wasn't really a lot of thought, you know, other than just, you know, you know, style-wise and, you know, vibe-wise, like, okay, yeah, boom, boom. But it was natural just to go to who we went to. You know what I'm saying? Just like Cove, you know, like, we went to him. Like, and I mean, you know, I just got hit to him when I reached out to him, you know what I mean? But the kid had that shit, you know? So I ain't never been one to, to hate, you know what I mean? If you nice, you nice, even if you a dickhead-ass dude, you know what I mean? I can't ever say you... You know, oh, he's whack, you know, because I don't like you. I still tell him, like, yeah, no, homie, nice, but, you know, I don't fuck with him type, you know what I mean? So everybody was, yeah, everybody was just good money, man, and the, the people was the people was messing with it, man. No doubt, and I saw even Code 9 mentioned on Twitter how, like, you were the first person that really, like, shouted him out and, like, recognized the talent, and... I just I just saw that, yeah, that was that was love, yo, I, and I wasn't aware of that. I mean, I think that speaks volumes, though, too, man, because it shows that you're open to listening to new artists and like giving talent a chance. I mean, yeah, like I said, I ain't never been that dude to be like, yo, you know, I know people like that. That's a good quality, too, at the same time. Like, you know, my shit's my shit's that. Ain't nobody fucking with, you know what I mean? Nah, I'm a fan of this shit first, though. That's that's how that's how I eventually, you know, started rhyming because I was a fan of it. You know what I mean? So I always had the ability, you know what I mean, to <clears throat> to recognize somebody for their talents, whether you know, whether we was on a good term or not. Like you know, I'm gonna give love, and if you know you're a fool, you're a fool. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to be dickhead and all that. That's, that's your prerogative too, though. You know, I, I done gave it up to a few people before too, and you know, acting like I'm trying to be, you know fanboy and all that nah I'm just give my respects bro don't get it twisted man knock your fucking head off you know what I mean no doubt oh. man and I love the violent violins video that you shot in Richmond too what was it like going out to Richmond for that video shoot I mean Richmond has always been a second home regardless so that was love but uh big shout out to uh First off, big shout out to Twan Dozer. He did the video. I came up with the whole concept um, just at the last minute. So we we had an idea of what we were going to do. And um, I needed somebody to play the part, like the villain part. And um, shout out my man, you know, my man Rand down Richmond, man. Gritty City Records and shit. Fan Rand, what up? You know what I'm saying? That's my guy out Richmond and um I reached out to him about the video, you know what I mean? And um and he had the crib, you know what I mean, for the location.
conversation and just the storyline was just cool from the jump. Like, even on our way down there, we didn't have everything lined up. We had ideas of the shots. And then, boom, that little park was right around his crib. So it all worked out. Then we took it downtown, you know what I'm saying? Look, to the Cliff New, rest in peace and all that plus. And uh, the pizza shop out there, too. It was dope, man. All the homies was out there, too, from the bar. Nick was in the videos. I didn't see Nick. Now I have to go back and watch it again, man. I did not see Nick. Yeah, in the pizza shop. Um, I there's even a spot where I walked past the wall when when Nick got his uh, Nick got his mural out there. They got a mural on the wall. Shout out Nick for the stuff and all the boys out there. Man. And and I and I love the the that you incorporated the Clef Dollars mural as well. Yeah, I had to man. Clef was a big part of uh, Richmond and uh. Everybody that came across Clef's uh, presence was got some jewels from him, got blessed, and got inspired. And you know what I mean. Clef was a good dude, man. So yeah, I, it was it was an honor to put him in that video. And uh, yeah, rest in peace, Clef Dollars, you know? Boom. Yeah. What do you remember most about your you know just just you knowing Clef and like what what he meant both to just Richmond in general and to to music and your development. Um, I always remember Clef as just being a, uh, you know, a free soul and just, just being one of them music guys. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was really, he was really one of them music dudes. You know what I mean? That always did it and still did it. And, you know, just his energy. Um, I always felt calm around him. Like, he had, he was wild. He was, he was loose at times. You know what I mean? Um, I know Clef for a long time, so I knew different, you know, different parts of Clef's life, and you know, throughout all, he was always still the same, and you know, he got real spiritual and all that too, and you know, it was I'm not the real spiritual type, but you know, I respected my brother for you know how was how he was moving and how he was giving it up, and he was just a just all around good person, man. That was that's one of those ones, man. You're like what? When you get that call, you're like, whoa, what? You know what I mean? And, uh, yeah, man, just, just you know, he made you want to, made you want to do music because he always had some, some nice shit. He would always have some, anything you ever heard would inspire you to do something. You know what I'm saying? Like, because he was great at what he did, so it just made you want to be greater. You know what I mean? Right. No, he he was incredible, and I remember guys that used to work with them just always spoke about like how great it was working with Clef and, and yeah, just... man. his energy it was was unmatched though. like never saw him down you know what I mean you never really seen him dragging you know what I mean it was he would always have you ready to his energy was he was just ready to go yo he was ready to go you know yeah. what I mean and, and where you are now in VA man too like Richmond is probably the closest to a to a big scene, you know, where you're at. And I mean, same with me, you know, how involved do you get in the Richmond scene and, and the artists who are out there, especially because, I mean, you look at some of those artists like Nicholas F, like you go way back with with, with dudes like that. Yeah, it's um for real, for real. Like it, it's always been like that for me in the V. It was either Richmond or D.C. I'm in the middle you know what I mean? Shout out to Berg. I'm in Fredericksburg, the Dirty Berg, home of the stolen guns. But um, the scene-wise, it was never really jumping, jumping out here. So early on, and that's that's what you're talking about, 
you know, that was that's you know, Reebok was in Richmond, so that was like my that was like my home out there. Um, I don't get down to Richmond as much as I should. I be feeling some type of way about it. It's out there, and they they extended the um the hair many times. Shout out Radio B, he got all that shit popping out there. But just recently, <laughs> called Flag on the Moon, they do every year, and they invited me out there, and I went to rock, and I just did the little radio, the radio show, um, the little college joint they got down there. A little while ago, I rocked out there too with the Conway. Shout out Noah O. Noah O had me at the Conway and Benny show out there, and uh, so I've been in Richmond a little bit, but I ain't been down there like I should. And it ain't far, man. You know, it ain't far. But like I said, you know, I'm in, I'm in the other things and just trying to do this family thing too, and just we just trying to you know juggle the time when we can. You know what I mean? No doubt. I mean, yeah, I think that's probably the the hardest part for all of us, man, you know, me as a writer, you as an artist, like, I mean, it's really about, you know, finding that time, but also like recognizing like what the priorities are in life. Like how do, how do you, how do you strike that balance? I mean, I'm, st- I'm, I still, for me, I haven't got a master. Shout out to everybody that has, you know what I mean? I'm, it's still a process for me um, with everything in my life. You know what I mean? Um, so that's a whole nother interview, but <laughs> but no, nah, it, it's just um, you you got to realize you know what it is for you, what you know how you can move. Everybody everybody got a different path, and everybody moves different. Um, you got to figure out what uh what serves best for all situations and what's top's priority, and just go from there. You know, it's like I said, I'm still uh I still juggle with prioritizing, and you know what I mean put too much energy into the wrong things sometimes and all of that. That's like I said, that's a whole nother issue to get on that doctor Phil shit over here, you know what I mean? <laughs> but um nah, you just gotta figure out what works best for you and you know, get out what you put into it to that's with everything. So you know what I mean? It's it's a it's a, it's a jungle, man. That's what I'm saying. Shout out to everybody that's out there really juggling and, and using this as their, their their premium bread and butter. I got respect for y'all, man. No doubt. And, and you, you know, you look at you and Rerock really came into the game together and, and did so much um, together. Are you still in touch with Rerock and do you guys still speak and, and get up? Yeah, that's, 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 that's all bro for life, man. And just like any family, you know, you're going to go through things. It, if, if you if you rock out with people for for the period of time, man, any any significant period of time, eventually, you know, y'all gonna have disagreements, man. And um, it's all about you know becoming men and humbling yourself and admitting your faults and you know not always just pointing the finger and you know th- things happen, man. And um, yeah, rocks the dude. I haven't talked I, I haven't talked to him on the phone a couple of weeks now, but he came out here a couple of weeks ago too. We broke bread for a minute, and you know we don't see each other as much. But yeah, that's the bro, man. It's always love wherever. If rocks ever ran, like yeah, it's always love, and he, and, you know, it's the same with me over there. So that bond, you know, and we've been through a lot, man. You know, like I said, brothers gonna fight, man. Brothers gonna argue. It's just part of the game, man. It's just about you know. Taking taking the time and be like, okay, was there more bad situations with him than there was good? Well, then yeah, maybe maybe it's a tie you need to keep cut. But 
sometimes it get cut. Sometimes you gotta. Sometimes you gotta get the motherfuckers back together, man. Right. Just because, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I'm, I'm fortunate not to have that mindset, and so was he. And, yeah, love is love, man. Shout out to DJ Rerock. Without him, who knows, you know, who knows what I was going to be into and who was going to get to hear my music, especially early on. He was significant of, you know, getting my music out when it was, there wasn't too many people moving at an independent level like that. A lot of people was, they was not hip to that then, you know what I mean? So we was definitely at the forefront of all of that, and it still uh still plays a part in just the response I get when I drop now. So yeah, definitely shout out to Rewrite for Life. You already know, okay, kid, entertainment shit. Oh man, that's taking it uh, back, man. You know, and and it's funny because when uh, when I first you know learned about you, it was through Rewrite, through Double J, who was working right. with Doja Ray's. And it was at the, right. that JMU Hip Hop Festival um, that they brought Mr. Acrobatic to. Was, that shit was live, yo. That was still yeah, probably was the, the best show I ever saw in college, man. And that was my first year in college. So, like, it never got better than that. So I remember going out to some strip. And, it was but, and I remember I battled, like, 10, 12 people. I don't know if you was there for that. No. Um, it, was, yeah, it was crazy out there, yo. Maybe that was a different time, though, too. I think I came out to UVA maybe twice. Maybe that was the only time. I don't know. That's wasn't cool. Lil Brother, wasn't the kids' little brothers out there one time? Yeah, yeah, they came out and like 20 people went to the show. Oh, I don't know. I, I don't know if that was the time I was there or not. But I, I do remember being out there, though. Shit was wild, so. It's, it's crazy, man. Is Doja still. Still doing his thing? I mean, because I haven't heard I haven't heard anything from him in a while. I don't know. I don't know, bro. I, I haven't talked to Doe, and I can't even remember the last time. So I don't think I don't think so. You know, who knows? You know, that's what I'm saying. Like you can you can you can still be an MC and still still love this music shit. You might be making records for yourself. You know what I mean? You ain't you ain't always got to be in the scene to do it. That's what's so beautiful about this music. You know what I mean? Right. So I don't know. I don't know if he is or not. I, last time I heard, he wasn't. But I, like I said, I've lost, I lost touch. I haven't spoke to JJ either in 10 years. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's amazing how many people you know, just lose touch with. But um, the love is always there, man. So, you know, you look at you look at just this Wimbledon Dons and, and what what you did here, you know, just just the rhyme schemes, man. Like what I found is no matter how many times I listen to the album, it's one of those projects where I can really take away something, you know, different with each listen or catch a line I didn't catch before. So, you know, when when you write your rhymes, is that a conscious choice to make your lyrics where it really is like something that the that the listener has to unpack and they get something different each time? Nah, I never I've never like tried to I've never tried to make anything sound like something. You know what I mean? I just I it really there's no really there's really no method. I just it's whatever vibe I'm feeling at the time and you know, just whatever comes through. But I appreciate that, you know. I was hearing that from a lot of people and I think the difference with this album is different than a lot of the stuff that I've been listening to now is the playback. It's one of the albums that you can just play straight through. You know what I mean? Um, the way it just flows together and 
yeah, I just I just try to keep it fresh and, you know, just, just do me all the time and, you know, and hope that somebody else feels feels what I feel when I write it. You know what I mean? No doubt. So so when you do write, like, how how does that how how does a born unique rhyme come together? Um, I mean, re- like nowadays, I don't I don't write like I should be. You know what I mean? Um, it's more when I got you know got got to do something. You know, not forced, but you know, working on something. Um, like I said, I'll get the beat. And you know, I vibe off if you know, and whatever I'm feeling, you know, I might, I might, I might not say nothing. Might just, I might just get it all in my head. You know, next time, you know, I'm about to write to this, and then next time I, I get down, I bring some of those thoughts back, or I could have, you know, six, seven bars in, put that bitch away, and just come back to it, or I could just do it right at the spot at the stool. Like, you know what I mean? It's, it's really no method to, to how I write. I know I don't write enough. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, man, it's just it's just the vibe, dog. That's all it is for me is the vibe, man, the feel. It dictates, you know, how, how I'm going to move. So how do you know, Born, when you got something that, like, this is fire versus something that, like, this is good, but I'm not really going to use this? I can feel it. What I do is I always try to, uh, after I play something back, I try to listen to it um, from 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 the aspect of, I guess, a fan, like not me. I try to listen to it like, okay, if I if I ain't know you, if I just put this on and I heard this for the first time, am I gonna be like, ooh, you know what I'm saying? Or I'm like, yo, what the fuck is this? You know what I mean? Or just like, yo, uh, yeah, it's all right. So I try to I try to uh, the playback. I just try to see what type of feel I get, you know what I mean? And the MC going to know, like, you're going to know if you if you was in your bag when you hit the verse or, you know, if you wasn't, you was shorty unsure about a line or two, but you used it anyways to wrap shit up, you know what I mean? You know all that type of shit. So it's just about timing and, uh, yeah, the playback for me. You, you know when you know, you know what I mean? Right. And, you know, you look at, the snow goons and that relationship. And I think that definitely exposed you to a lot more fans and just working with the snow goons and, and, and the following that they have, you know, how did that relationship come about? Um, do we rock? I don't know how he, I don't know how he got onto them. I know he was more onto the net and all that shit early on. Um, but yeah, that, that's where that started. And, uh, like I said, I started, I still rock with the snow goons and even shout out the snow goons though for real. Man, he's got a lot of these dudes and I watch them. You know what I mean? They would, you know, they like a power force over there in Europe, man. They are fucking going strong. They turn, you know, they the guys over there. They they the main outlet for uh, hip hop music over there, son. It's crazy how they how, how they evolved and uh. Yeah, I, I, like I said, shout out to them. Shit, every time I drop a video, I, I drop this shit on their channel, man. And yeah, you're right. Like that was my first introduction to, and that's what a lot of people didn't don't get or understand either. Like that was my first introduction to the international scene way back when, you know, almost 20 years ago. So 
man, yeah, almost 20 years ago. Cause I think I went to the Snow Games in 2002, maybe. So anyway, but say yeah, just, just all of that, man. Any any little, any little shit like that along the way. That's see, that's some cats getting lost there. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't doing that. So now y'all trying to. Y'all looking at yourself like, well, how come they doing that and it's not working for me? It's because you never, you never developed a, a, a identity for yourself or your music or your brand. And with me, I've never changed up. So that's what that's what makes it. That's what makes it ill too. You can't you can't switch up because the shit ain't hot right now. I mean, I, I, to each his own, son. To each his own. But yeah, like I said, right now there's a vibe popping again for this whole music, man. This this is a uh, it's a it's a, it's a reflection of you know the late nineties early two thousands when I was out there. It's dope to see it right now moving like that, man. For real, no doubt. And these young boys and it, these young boys out here that's doing this sound is it, dope to see a younger you know the younger cats you know of course were influenced and was raised good on that good music because I'm sure they heard that shit around the fathers the older brothers the cousins but it's kids in their twenties. That are, you know, they bringing that they bringing that nineties feel with that ninety vibe, the beat, the production. It's, it's nice to see, man. It's nice to see. Shit is popping again, yo. And it, and in some ways, because of of the work that you do and and your consistency, I mean, I think you've got some fans discovering you maybe through Grime Lords. It's like have to go back now and listen to the old stuff. They're like, oh, this 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 dude is dope. I got to go back now because I didn't know about him. Um, especially exactly. younger yeah, fans. Exactly. Exactly, bro. Oh yeah, a lot of got a lot of that, you know. And and this cast of yeah, they hit me or they will send me a message about another song, and I'm like, okay, yeah, y'all was digging up, man. Y'all was, you know, y'all was doing a little research. So yeah, that's dope to see, man. He's right, he's absolutely right on that. I mean, I think that's awesome. So like, you know, how do you keep that going at this point? Like, what do what are you gonna do to keep that momentum? on Born, Born Unique and maybe even looking at Grime Lords and keeping that going as well. I mean, now I'm telling you, these young boys, they drop shit every two months. They drop the singles every, you know, they, they might hit you with two two or three singles in a month, plus a new project in every three months. Like, nowadays the key, I, I, I mean, you got to keep the music out, but I, I see a lot of cats that I think they might be burning themselves out a little short. So to me, it's just about keeping the right balance of, of uh, keep dropping. Because you can't, it, it, it ain't like it used to be where you could, you know, drop one mixtape every year and shit and still be crazy relevant. You know what I mean? Right. So, so I got I got two projects I'm I'm working on right now. Um, I got the project uh, on um, God damn. Uh, audio autopsy excuse me audio autopsy with Milano Constantine um, which I'm really psyched on Um, we got that working on with Pete Twist Um, and I'm also working on a solo project right now with a um, producer named God Bless Beats shout out to God Bless Um, so yeah I got two projects I'm working on right now and uh yeah, you just gotta you just gotta keep working, man. You know what I mean? No doubt. You just gotta keep working. And you know, you 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 mentioned this throughout the interview, but 
specifically, I'm interested, you know, what is your approach as a dad to parenting and what kind, what kind of, what kind of parent do you strive to be? Um, I strive to be, at least with my situation with my son, a little more honest than, than, you know, I might've been brought up. Um, and you know, just, I just want to be there to, to be able to, uh, give him the real deal. Not just, you know, telling you shit, tell you this shit cause I'm your parent and all that other shit. To me, you know, I think it's, at least for me, I probably would have needed to then got to through a different, through a different approach. You know what I mean? So I, I see just my approach with my son, um, you know, he's still young right now. You know, he's he just turned 10. So, but he's about to start getting at that age where, yeah, he's, he's going to be different um, things going on. And, you know, things are changing and different um, different ways you can go about things. And, you know, with me, I've, I've done it all. And, you know, I've been on both sides. So, like, you know, I'm not going to be judgmental. I'm going to give them the real deal and, and realize, too, you know, everybody's going to have to make their own path. But I will be able to be there to give him the pros and cons of this, this what you're about to get into, and give you the real deal and tell you what these girls are really about, and what your homeboys are really about, and all that other mess, man. It's just, it's, it's just. Uh, I'm gonna give it a more honest, more honest approach, and you know, just try to be the best that I can be for him, you know. Got no stallion. Uh, catapult your grill off a challenger. Uh, that goes for all challenge. Yeah. Close range, roast brains, high caliber. Uh, out of space bars, alien algebra. Uh, nah, Battlestar Galactica. Uh, been nice as Cap had the Acura. Yeah. Pushing pills to soccer moms at the practices. Bagging up that skiffy, watching what's happening. Uh, Raj, D, Shirley, what's happening? What's happening? Captain, I knock your block off. What's in the bars in the burg in the burb? Knocking blocks of rock, getting that rock off. Uh, Mossberg, Mickey, yeah. you smell a rock salt. Jasmine Rice, mommy, nice cook oxtails while I roll the dice. Uh, hold it twice, holy Christ, you know I play to win. Yeah. Torture your next to kin to that violin. La, la, la. 